Well, hi there. Welcome to the new year of Honest to God Joe. And I just decided to get back on my podcast because I had a lot of good feedback. And also there's this feeling that we're so all disconnected that anything we can be doing within our powers, technically or creatively, sort of to reconnect is is uh, not just a good idea, but it's 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 necessary. And, and I'm almost obliged, you know, like I'm really lucky. I have a world here where I have the ability to do these things. So uh, thank you and welcome back to Honest to God, Joe. And we are November 3rd. Oh yeah, November 3rd, 2021. It's been a hell of a couple of years. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> are you all alive? Is it, uh, well, some of us aren't, you know, we've, we've all lost a lot of people in this time. And uh, some of the spiritual folk I know are talking about how... Um, there's like this spiritual program of people checking out now uh, to sort of take care of us from the other side. There's all sorts of theories, all sorts of religions. Here's my theory on fundamentalism. I am fundamentally opposed to fundamentalism. I, I think there's so many ironies. Lately, the irony I have found is that uh, in uh, insecurity or, or uh, like the unknowing of life is the for sure thing you're going to encounter every day. It's like for sure. So not being sure is your for sure. Isn't that wild? Life is bizarre. And, you know, you signed up for it. <clears throat> you signed up for it. You, <laughs> you, you decided you wanted to be here and you have a job, some sort of weird job to do. I don't know what your job is. Nobody actually has a job. You don't have a purpose. You don't have anywhere to go. It's not like that. And I think that's something the pandemic is, is starting to wake people up to is that your only job is to remember yourself, you know, and we're using art and music and writing. <clears throat> and really, like, we talk about uh, how difficult it is to uh, not be connected to each other um, physically. But I don't know, man, I, I think that we're finding that we're even more deeply connected than we could imagine, because here we are, so supposedly physically disconnected, but yet, all these people are having like super spiritual awakenings. And I don't mean religious awakenings, like never think that I confuse God and religion because they are not the thing together. No, actually, I think religion is there to show you the opposite of God so that you can figure out what God is because right now <laughs> it's really important, you know, and not God, like religious God. I don't even know what to call it. You can call it like, I don't know, Rupert. You can call it anything you want. It doesn't really matter what the name is. The Tao says at the beginning, the Tao that can be named is not the Tao. So, but that living thing that we're all connecting to right now, I think that's the thing I'm most interested in, in my music and my art and my writing is really, I'm looking at like, what are, what are we doing as a species and how are we moving forward as individuals and how's that coming together in community through creative, through political, through activism. And uh, I, frankly, I find it all super interesting. I mean, yeah, moments of distress, but nah, I don't know. I'd love to hear what you think about that. And uh, so in this show, I'm just, we're going to talk about, you know, what's going on currently, but I'd like to offer a perspective of what I call moderate spiritualism, which means that there's a way of seeing the world as even if you're a non-Indigenous person, because non-Indigenous people, we've grown up with a real lack of education. Um, if you had the opportunity to, to even have a childhood as an Indigenous person, maybe you got some inkling as to the importance of your connection with the earth. But uh, many of us are walking around the planet like we're destroying the planet, but we don't even know 
what it is we're doing wrong. So I, it's not even wrong. It's a matter of, you know, learning to live in a more connected fashion. Um, just by you, the first thing, all you need is willingness. You don't need information. You don't need a super cool science brain. You don't need special tools. You just need the willingness to want to understand what you are here in this place. And then you'll find that the answers that you need, like, so that you live in a more harmonious fashion. My dog teaches me this. It's the, na- it's the nature of all things to want to live in a harmonious fashion. But we create all sorts of situations that are the opposite of that. And I think that the reason that we do that is because we are looking for understanding and you can only understand one thing by the opposite because that's what humans do. That's not what animals do because they don't live in a, what, what they call a dualistic fashion. But uh, I've had more than one person tell me the end of duality is coming. So we're all into like, what's duality? So that'll be some of the topic of the show. I like philosophy. I like poetry. I like art. I like people. I like stuff that's going on. I can't predict. I don't make set lists. I don't, I don't want to. It doesn't happen like that. It depends on the day and what we're doing. So I've given you absolutely no reason to follow this show other than I hope that it's going to be very uh, human and uh and maybe offer like a moderate approach to the in-between world of, I don't know, there's so much extremism right now, like, but there isn't too. We, we talked that uh, the story we tell is super important. Maybe I should call this the story we tell because I want to talk about in every episode, we're going to land on how we tell our story about something. And you're going to see how you can tell the story about something in two or three or 52 different ways, but some, you know, we'll only talk about two or three. Um, that, that are equally true. And so the trueness that you choose is that which aligns with your own moral code, ethical code, wherever you're living, you know, you're going to have a different set, not necessarily fundamentally different, but you're going to have a different set of things that are important to you. If you live in a place that has a different environment than Canada, for example, a geographical environment, I mean, in ways we adapt, but then there's those fundamental human things that are not adaptive that just go across all cultural lines. Like the honoring of human life, for example, is something that's universally human. So, so how do we do that better? And how do we like, how do we learn to look at each other in the eye and be less fearful of what each other's thinking or actually give less of a shit entirely about what each other's thinking, just um, not in such a harsh way. I'm sorry if that sounded harsh, but more like, more like really go out in the world and just be yourself and know that if you bring all of you to the table, the world right away begins to change right away. You might not see it. You might not enjoy it, but that's like the, the, the fruits of the changes you bring into the world, but that's not your job. Your job is not to sit under the tree of the seeds you plant. I know that's like Facebook meme. I said that once to someone. Our job is to plant trees under which the shade we will not enjoy. And they said, you're like, man, you're on Facebook too much. And I said, yeah, you're right. That's that's for sure true. But I really looked at that thought and thought, I mean, I have children. I have grandchildren. And, and I'm an artist and a musician and a writer. And I did not live a traditional life uh, in that sense of work. And, and so I don't know what that's like for you if you're if you spent 35 years doing the same thing, working for people, relying on people to cut you a paycheck and putting off to, uh, what you're going to do that you really love, what are you, what are you putting off? So I want to talk about putting off too and how we're not going to put, put stuff off anymore. 
Um, I think that's really important. The more, like, I know it's some things I'm going to say will sound super hippie to you, but I say it with, with deference to the great thinkers of the world. And I, and I don't count myself among them, but I, I sure like reading them. And, uh, when I say that really connecting to the things you love to do, the ones that energize you and get you out of bed in the morning and uh, make you want to start your day, those are important now, not, not in a frivolous way, but in a critically important way. Because the higher and happier, the higher your vibe, the happier your uh, choices, the more fluid your life will flow. And that's what we need right now is we need people who feel really, really solid in their fundamentals so that they don't make crazy choices. Uh, I'm not going to talk about vaccines and all that stuff, but I will say straight up front that like, mm, don't care. I think that uh, I don't have an opinion on that. I don't, I don't need to have opinions on everything. And I really don't like I, on, I check my insides. I'm like, do you care about, nope, don't. And the reason is, is because I know I've seen enough history. I've, uh, things will just work out. Things balance themselves out. And uh, there are extreme thinkers at every time period in history. And somehow, uh, you know, we're going to get forward moving. I, I say we're going to get through this, but with tiny letters, because I think that we have a big job ahead of us. And that if we have the strength inside of us to have a connection to our fundamental talents, you know, not just uh, creative, like painting and singing, but those talents manifest into other things. For example, as a person, my whole life has been about being vocal. And uh, in, in high school, I was always on the debate team or the, you know, doing public speaking and um, a voice, voice is very much part of my experience in life. So so my job as a conscious person is to say, okay, what do you have? What are the tools that you have? And, and how are you going to use those to help people also not be shy about their own tools? You know, pull out your tools, people. <laughs> be careful where you do it in public, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, in between my ramblings, I will play some music. So uh, some of these are original, some of them are not, some of them are covers, some of them are done by friends. But thanks for coming back to Honest to God Joe, to an honest conversation about all the shit we don't understand and that maybe we can understand better together. What is wrong and what is right? I don't know. I don't know. 
nobody knows Cause we're all confused The world just turned up on its ear So let's do the next right thing Oh yeah mm. You know what that is You know Hold out your hand for the man Who can't look you in the eye And send a smile behind that mask And never, never lie Don't you know that we are, we are, we are, we are Here at a very important time And we are, we are Here at a very important time And hold out your hand Hold out your hand And hold out your hand Hold out your, hold out your hand And everything is gonna be alright Everything is gonna be alright Everything is gonna be alright Everything will be alright right. Just show the world some love Okay, I gotta tell you that that song, there's two things about it. First of all, it's reggae. So I had to ask my son-in-law who's from Barbados if I was a middle-aged woman appropriating and should I be embarrassed that I had to write in reggae. And I also have to admit to you that that song started off sounding like Nickelback on like missed his antidepressants for a long, long time. Um, it was like super sad. And uh, I, I had, yes, it happened. I'm Canadian, I'm an adult, and I smoked a joint like two minutes before starting. I decided just to pull up to the mic and, and start singing. And that's what I'm really enjoying about uh, spontaneous creativity. And I see a lot of people doing this. My neighbor Linda is doing like this beautiful, incredible jewelry with moonstones and celestial crystals and crazy beautiful stuff. And um, I have friends that are starting spontaneous meditations and I have other friends exploring in South America to see for meditation and you know breathing retreats and breathing's become a really important uh, new addition to people's vocabulary even people outside of the yogic circles in, in yoga it's pretty normal to start your session with breathing a type of breath work but you know I remember the best thing I ever heard anybody ever say to me it was the most empowering thing was my yoga teacher said when you control the breath, you control the mind. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, years of therapy and medications and depression. And they had told me that this was out of my control. There was no way you will ever control your mind. Your mind is genetic. It, it cannot be controlled. And I'm like, dude, there's got to be, there's got to be a way. And in fact, it's true. If you control your breath, you control your mind because you're not that good at multitasker. You only think you are. So uh, that was like magnificent. And now there's people all over the world doing this Wim Hof breath work. And, and what they're finding is so much biochemical and neuro, neurological chemical changes when people do prolonged uh, work with, with conscious breath work. And most especially uh, that was impressed upon me was exhaling twice as long as your inhale. So whatever happens in between those, that inhale, exhale, it doesn't really matter. We do four, seven, eight, which is sort of a standard, uh, get your shit together breath, breath work. And it also, uh, box breathing, which is like four, 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 inhale, hold, exhale, hold. 
And those are amazing because they, see, I'm running out of breath because I'm getting so excited telling you about them. But those have been shown to have uh, prolonged and positive chemical effects on the brain and on behavior, on reducing symptoms of PTSD, depression, and anxiety. And that's not like me reading it on stupid Facebook. That's, <laughs> that's me uh, after a lot of years of looking into anything that would work other than those pills that they make you take when they think they can't handle how you are emotionally, which is the situation for so many um, in our medical profession. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying antidepressants are bad or anti-anxiety are bad. And if you're on them, stay on them. And they really helped me. I guess I'm still alive because of them. But uh, I think that you know, there's also things you have to do to be happy, like breathing and walking your dog, which is my favorite thing in the world right now. It's beautiful where I live in Eastern Canada. It's sunny and stunningly blue skied and there's no bugs. And uh, so my dog and I do a lot of walking every day. And uh, that's a wonderful feeling to be, just be alive, just be under the, the sky. Gratitude is something that I find much uh, very natural. <clears throat> when people would tell me like, you know, if, you, if you're more grateful, you'll be happier. And it's really, really hard to be grateful when you feel like crap. So uh, I think in the pandemic and uh, through uh, a bunch of losses, I've lost this ability to like pretend anything. So I know if I feel grateful, it's not like made up anything. It's not like trying to make myself feel better about something. It's just because I realize where I am in this moment is astonishing. And uh, that's that's the best kind of living, I think. So it's nice to get back together with everybody on Honest to God Joe. If you have any questions or you have some ideas about what's going on in the world, how you're doing, uh, let me know.
thoughts of leaving disappear every time I see your eyes. No matter how hard I try to understand the reason that we carry on this way, we're lost in a maze. is one of my all-time favorite songs and uh, so I'm going to be doing some covers and I'm not asking for any money for this show or podcast so I'm not breaking any any laws or whatever I'm just you know these are songs I grew up with and I've really enjoyed returning to the roots of music where I would listen to my sisters uh, sing and uh, do beautiful versions of this and Georgia on my mind by uh, Ray Charles you know like I grew up with beautiful music and I'm very grateful for that so uh, I hope you enjoyed Masquerade and how's your Masquerade going I was inspired lately to write and I'm going to end the podcast with this song called Take Off Your Mask which is really like you know I don't really mean your mask I don't care what you do with your mask but uh, take off your mask and show people uh, you know how you're feeling a lot of people are going through things that are like you could never have predicted the world as it is so don't be afraid of of telling people you're not so great when you're not so great or don't be afraid of telling someone how great you are and maybe you'll cheer them up I don't know I don't know. I had a wonderful experience on a terrible day. I went to the the grocery store and it was it was a cold kind of crappy windy day and they had pumpkins outside and I had run out of chicken food and the co-op was closed. Oh yeah, it was like Thanksgiving Monday or something. And uh, I went to the co-op and I'd had some very terrible stuff happen uh, the day before and or the week before. Anyway, I don't even know. Time has meld it all into itself and anyway so I was picking out a pumpkin and this woman in uniform the security guard comes up to me and she's wearing a mask and she tells me that I should get the most ugliest bumpiest wartiest pumpkin ever and I look at her and I my mind had been totally distracted I had experienced a serious loss just a few days before and I was worried about my children and I was just I was just like standing there staring at the pumpkins And when she said that to me, I literally just burst out into tears. I was like, ah, and I freaked out. And that woman stayed with me for like 45 minutes. And by the end of it, we were both laughing so much. I'm pretty sure I cried more from laughing than from actual crying in that whole experience. But I was so grateful to a stranger who would like take the time to listen. And I don't know, sometimes angels cross your path and, uh, and I'm ever grateful for them all. So take off your mask and show the world your smile, even if it's from behind your eyes, with just your eyes. Your eyes say it all. Windows of the soul and all that. 
I wish you a very, very happy rest of your week. It is the Wednesday hump day, 3rd of November, 2021. I almost said 2001. See, I live in the past. So do you. You know it. And uh, I hope you enjoy my song. I am Honest to God Joe. Peace out. Let me know how you're doing on Facebook, on Spotify, wherever you hear your favorite podcast, you will find Honest to God Joe. Thanks. under warm summer nights those were the days when we could hug a stranger and not feel our lives would be in mortal Oh